Yo, is it Wednesday already? I, it is. I don't even it's recognize us today. You have a white hat on. I have a V-neck on. I think it's a totally different show. We have oval lower thirds. We're talking about the bolt and global EVs and inflation. I mean, that ah. feels normal. Yo, I don't even know how you said all that. <laughs> Me neither. Just now. How'd you do that? <laughs> just let it go. You had like 18 topics in the intro. That was impressive. I, I get it all. That's how I feel this Wednesday. Like, we just got all kinds of stuff going on. What? There's one thing I'm ready I'm, to go. I'm so excited about today for one reason. Well, for a lot of reasons, but I'm particularly <laughs> excited about today is because today is T-shirt printing day. And I often joke oh. with people that the only way reason I'm in business is so that I can make swag and stickers. <laughs> and so yes. um, we've got these custom, uh, they're like, they're, they're T-shirts to commemorate the premiere launch of our new show, Ooh. More Than Cars. It's going to be in Tampa next week on Tuesday. By the way, if you're going to be in Tampa or a digital dealer, you need to come to this premiere. We rented out the Tampa That's Theater, good. May 2nd. No, not May 2nd. What am I saying? What, what's the day? Yeah. It is May 2nd. May oh, crap. I was like, is it's it not May, May. Yeah, no, it's May 2nd. May 2nd, yeah. Tuesday night, Tampa Theater. Numbers. You could go to a so2x.com and get your tickets. If you're going to be a digital dealer, why wouldn't you be there that night? It's going to be amazing. Why carpet and free concessions and drinks and all the things. Um, but we're having our crew is going to be wearing special T-shirts that are white. So you're wearing the white hat to commemorate our very first Asodu white T-shirt. It's kind of like the summer Yo, thing. Yo, maybe I should bring the white cap. You should. <sighs> You should, if you're going to wear the white a little Asodu right yeah, here on the straight, side right there would up. be so dope. Straight oh, up. Oh, man. And the, the T-shirts say, love people more than you love cars, but the more than cars is highlighted because that's the name of the show. And it's got like this like really nice summery mint green. It's cool. So I'm excited about printing oh, T-shirts today. I love swag. Let's <laughs> go. We'll, we'll post some behind <laughs> the scenes on our on our Instagram account. Uh, you can follow Asodu on Instagram and uh, we'll try to do some behind the scenes when we're printing and likely messing up the first few so we got a heat yeah. press like we're going full it's vertical up. kyle <laughs> full vertical no screen oh man hey also there is a new in the dirt episode we're releasing a few of these because paul was at uh the cane event and he got to hang out with jamie butters the editor for automotive news awesome so guy. you know that's like on the cutting room floor with what's happening at the oem level right now um so you know just the insights from that it, it's gonna be good i can't wait this is one of the like I, I love the ones where I'm not part of the you conversation. You haven't heard it, right? You get to actually you hear to it. these things, right? You know, uh, I gotta so, say, Jamie yeah. Butters, like it's the first time we had like an actual conversation. We've seen each other at events, and we actually got to spend a little time to hang out and talk. And he is such a cool dude. And he's got like I don't know what what pictures we're using, but like whatever he he was like wearing this suit that day, or, like this sport coat. I was like, he just had total Bill Pullman vibes. Do you know who Bill Pullman is? <laughs> <laughs> no, oh man, look him up. Anyone look him up. named Bill, Bill I just Pullman, cannot think. Bill P U L L M A N. He like played the president in several movies, and like yeah, he. I think he played the president in the movie Independence Day. Oh, I know who that is. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, no, I just didn't just know the name, like but I know who that is. Yeah, yeah. He had Bill Pullman yes. vibes. So yeah, go yes. check Independence it out. Day is the one that's like that <laughs> yeah, one. We're, we're that and, age. Yeah. Where that's where we know him from. So yes. <laughs> so yeah, you you can definitely look him up or look up in the dirt on Spotify or Apple Podcasts and, and all that stuff. All right, all let's places. get into some news. So Ooh, uh, speaking of OEMs. Oh boy. Segway into the Segway. first story. Time. Kind of that kind of day. Wednesday. Uh, you know, it's funny because we've talked about this vehicle several times over the last month uh, and several and different no. opinions on it. But after the better part of a decade, GM is saying goodbye to the Bolt as the last units will roll off the Orion uh, Michigan assembly line later this year. The move marks the... <laughs> no, no, no. It is not that kind of ending for the Bolt. 
I'm going to change your mind. The move marks the end of the bolt as the most affordable EV currently in the U.S. market, making way for the upcoming Equinox EV, according to CEO Mary Barra. So, like, right now, the bolt starts at 26 grand, subtract 7,500 from that, and that, my friend, is a sub-$20,000 EV. Uh, the bolt experienced record sales in its final year, with GM expecting to produce over 70,000 bolts EVs. Uh, and EUVs this this uh, year alone, GM plans to replace it with a slightly larger vehicle, uh, the Chevy Equinox and the Blazer SS, based on GM's new Ultium platform. Um, and they're taking this factory and they're going to invest four b- b- billion dollars to flip this factory, triple the staff. Oh, so much! The money. I'm on the trigger pads today. Let's go. He's on the ones and twos. It must be the white hat. And then um. And then they're going to make the Sierra, the new EV Sierra and Silverado out of this factory. Um, the articles that we linked up in here said so many good things about the Volt. Uh, one writer for the EV News outlet, uh, Electrek, says his family has a Bolt and two Teslas, and he and his wife actually fight over who gets to drive the Bolt. Wow. See, so I the don't think most it's wah, wah, wah. output, the most sales, and you're like, ah, nix it. Something? I mean, I get it. Okay, so here's the charging reason, speed. The is a reason big is it's charging speed and the new platform, the platform, right? So you'd have to re-platform the whole car. So if they're going to reimagine like a smaller car, non-SUV, reimagining it on the new platform is definitely the way to go. So I get it. Like yeah. it got them a long way. It was an early, it was like Leaf Bolt were the early 2010s. Um, and so, you know, it got them this far, high level of production. People they obviously them. learned a lot from the vehicle. And, you know, I, I think that they're going to do good to, like, move it into new platform, you know, new technology, all those things. And somewhat ironically, the writer of that article who said he and his wife fight over the bolt, he said, it's just our favorite one. It's comfortable. It's zippy. He said, and most of all, we love the it's like such a great Apple CarPlay integration is why they why they fight over it. And as we talked about <laughs> that, and so as we've talked about a few times, GM has said they're phasing out the CarPlay integration in all of their future Damn, EVs. That's not that's not we'll happening. Say it I'm again. just telling we'll you right say now. it again. We said it a have while you, back. When have you been to Reddit recently? It basically nothing exists, but GM doesn't have Apple CarPlay. <laughs> it's the only thing. Well, they're getting some kind of press out of it. Uh, speaking of getting press, stop. Hey. All right. A new release from the International Energy Agency, the IEA, uh, reports that electric cars are expected to account for one-fifth of all vehicle sales in the global market in 2023, uh, with sales growing 35% to 14 million units. Um, So that is up from just 4% of the market in 2020. Now it's going to be 20% of the market in 2024. Currently, China leads the world in electric car adoption, as we know, um, you know, with about 60% of electric car sales uh, in China, 2022. That's wild. That is really. One country. That's unbelievable. I know. And and the report also says, you know, like this current, the transition where we are now is going to save about 5 billion, uh, 5 billion, sorry. I'm using that billion word all the time now. Five million <laughs> barrels per day uh, of wow. oil. And That's incredible. And so another, another little last little nugget from this. Uh, it says in emerging, emerging and developing economies, two and three wheel EVs are more common than cars. So think of yes. countries like India. Over half of India's three wheeler registrations in 2022. So you see those little vehicles like the little rickshaws and all that stuff. Um, to, uh, over half of them are already electric. 
and India. Well, you think about that. It makes a ton of sense, you know? And and like, I guess you were about to say this. As long as there's somewhere to plug it in. It's been coming, you know, a lot of news sources have been uh, kind of tracking the the potential for India to overtake China's population here in the next couple months. Yeah, it's like here, basically. Yeah, and so with the acceleration of um, the like electric cars in that country, we're just going to see a global acceleration of it. But you think about this in um, European or Asian countries, you just see a lot smaller of a vehicle all the way down to two and three wheeler vehicles, not four wheeler. So when you think about range or the ability to charge quickly or the ability to get, uh, you know, get in and out of places um, with an electric vehicle, just the concept of, having that type of car makes a lot of sense. So it, it makes a lot of sense why we're just seeing the acceleration of vehicle sales in those rain, in those places. And there was an early adoption of techno, earlier adoption of new OEMs and technology companies in those countries, uh, which sped up the EV adoption because of just more availability than what we have in the U S you know, some of those OEMs are just starting to get to the U S at this point. So, um, you know, but just like to recognize, oh, the rest of the world is actually way, way more sped up in EV adoption than even the U.S. is. Yeah, wow. ours, ours are definitely more, more linear, like yep. vehicles, four wheel yeah. vehicles, big vehicles. We're like, give me a Hellcat. Yeah, <laughs> America. <laughs> uh, speaking of America, stop. Hey, oh time. <laughs> Three segues of what episode? <laughs> Epic. Right. Hey, consumers have uh, been high, paying some higher prices. I don't know if you've recognized that in your own personal wallet. Ben, uh, benefiting companies like McDonald's, PepsiCo, and Kimberly Clark. Ooh, all the health food uh, companies. Even as some yeah. executives warn that shoppers may become more resistant to price increases. Finally. Uh, just, yeah, despite a bunch of price hikes, McDonald's saw a 12% increase in same-store sales, while PepsiCo reported strong demand and raised its revenue growth forecast. Um, execs are cautious about consumers' tolerance as price increases, um, the labor market suffering and recession stuff looming. So you've got kind of this like market that is trying to find its own balance. Um, the the interesting one here is that uh, like Conger Bands, who you would know touches things like Hunts Ketchup, Slim Jims, uh, said that they're done boosting prices uh, because prices and inflation are now kind of matched in the market that's good to which hear. is good news for consumers yeah you know like are we maybe yeah. at the top of this yep, you know and exactly and, you know it's funny because mcdonald's is is doing all these things right now to just make their operations more efficient you know they just launched their fully humanless uh restaurant it's all i think it's in fort right. worth too we could have visited that when we were out there we could have been there but we, uh, but we didn't uh kyle you and i meet, eat a lot of mcdonald's you and i never ever <laughs> ever but, but i, I think okay. this this definitely this index is one of the indicators number one if we are getting to the to like the equilibrium of inflation and price increases that's good because that'll bring stability to a lot of prices across the board we talked yesterday about you know i uh, had this article about you know dealers contributing to inflation and somebody's like kind of accusing them of that but really all, all the way down to the slim gyms right the prices have been yeah. going up significantly and if, if that's going to slow down then like it could lead to just the stabilization factor that we've all kind of been waiting for to see what happens. And, um, you know, I tie this back to, to dealer world. 
right? People are still very price sensitive. Like we're seeing it every day. Vehicle prices are still really, really high. Um, and, and the bottom line is like being empathetic toward that in even the way you talk and even your word tracks and even the way you greet customers or talk about their day or ask them questions about what's going on. Even just like, you know what it's like when somebody just relates to you immediately? Yeah. Well, and just like recognizing the relationship of all retail purchases. So yes, this is maybe a 30, 40, $50,000 vehicle, but as a percentage of the price increase that they're seeing at the grocery store, at the retail chains or anything like that, a lot of times people just don't recognize that that's the case. But like my, my wife and I were, t- we were talking about just Chipotle, right? It used to be 625 for, for a burrito. Mm. Now it's like, 825 for a burrito. Dude, that, you know? I, I don't and, know. My math isn't that great, but that's close to 30%. <laughs> that's yeah, that's a massive price difference. And so when you think about just like the the difference of percentages, this is a this is a way for your salespeople or your team to recognize like, oh, these people are experiencing this in the rest of retail. It's just at a smaller scale, but but um having that conversation so that there's a recognition like, oh, all of retail is up, inflation has grown, there is a leveling out of pricing. Mm-hmm. Um, we're seeing that in the auto world. But that recognition and that uh, that ability to communicate at that level with customers mm-hmm. is just going to be helpful in being relatable and being relational in the way that you're communicating so that it's not just like a siloed transaction, that it actually relates to all the transactions that they're working with in life. Yeah, very true. You know, we uh, one of our YouTube shorts yesterday hit pretty hard, um, hit in a good way. Um, and it was this article talking about, you know, the Wall Street Journal focusing on dealers or saying that some people are blaming dealers, this report that came out, I'm sorry, that said dealers contributed to markups to inflation in a real heavy way. And a lot of the comments yep. started lighting up of people, um, you know, like you got the typical people like, hey, let's pile on the dealers. But the, I will say at least half of the comments in that in that thread, and we try to respond to most of them, where people saying, actually, no, if you look at this and this and this and this, yes. it's kind of inflation has been pretty consistent across the board. And consistent. Then, and then there's a little thing called supply and demand. So apparently there's still a lot of demand for Big Macs and Pepsi. The two things we can really count on in this For world. some crazy reason. <laughs> but we'll give it to them. Well, I'll tell you what. There is always, always a demand for empathetic people who are willing to take care of another person and that my Ah, friends are you today and we're in it with you so let's go do that instead